Everyone's got a passion, which they'd love to turn into their full-time job or keep it a side hustle. I want to know what motivates you to get out of bed and seize the day. I'm Pyle Doshi, and I have a passion for sports. I've had a chance to make sports my full-time job and haven't regretted the decision I've made. My next guest echoes my sentiments. Christian Alekpala, Basketball Development and Event Coordinator. He's taken quite the unconventional route to follow his passion. It's time to hear from Christian. Well, welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thanks for joining us here on Passion Projects. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm very honored to be here. Tell us about your journey. How'd you get to where you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first off, it's quite a long story. <laughs> um, you know, I guess we'll, we'll start off that um, I was born in the Philippines. I uh, came to Canada when I was first generation ge- immigrants where, you know, they've um, immigrated here to Toronto to seek a better life and more opportunities. And uh, I was very fortunate that uh, that was able to happen. Um, you know, I couldn't imagine my life, uh, you know, growing back home. But I had a lot of opportunity to really grow in the city of Toronto, um, learned a lot, uh, grew up in Scarborough. And, you know, growing up was really a passion of mine was basketball, you know, especially my culture being in the Philippines. Basketball was something that was almost like a religion to us. Mm -hmm. And so, but uh, for my parents, on the other hand, education was really important to them. And so growing up, education was always first and basketball was was a passion, was it was more of a hobby. And they never felt that. basketball is something that I could make a career out of and right. so they really pushed on education and for my parents uh, they really pushed me into civil engineering actually so after high school I didn't really know what I wanted to get into and so I said you know what this is my parents dream and for them there's nothing more that I want to do is make them happy you know I'm the only child and you know you always want to make sure that uh, your parents are happy so I went into civil engineering and you know what, I actually gave it a shot. Um, right after I graduated, I had a full-time position as a uh, junior consultant uh, as a, at, at an engineering firm. And you know, for the two years, it was actually the most maturing years of my life. I really got to experience the grown-up life, I guess you could say. And then after the two years, I really figured that, you know what, I this is not for me. This is not something that really maximizes my full potential and my passion was always basketball and so I had to make a difficult decision in you know resigning from my position and letting my parents know that hey you know what this is not something I can see myself doing for the rest of my life but how did your parents feel when you said oh my gosh to be, <laughs> man it was the most heartbreaking thing for them um, again especially for them being the first generation immigrants here in, in Canada um, education is important to them and so you know because I went to school for engineering they were they were very disappointed they felt that you know they came to Canada for further opportunities more opportunities to live a better life and for me to you know uh, resign from my position where they felt like I was very successful um, it really crushed them and I, 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 I remember the conversation like it was yesterday. I, I told my parents, like, look, 
I really want to pursue something in basketball. I want to give it a chance, and if it doesn't work, I will uh, I will go back to civil engineering because that's something I you know a degree that uh, I will always have. Right. But little did they know that you know I had already said in my mind that I wasn't going to go back, and I'm going to make it work no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, you know what you know fast forward to now being where I am today um, you know they have a, a little bit more of a respect and they said you know what yeah he did make it not knowing that you know that that's the, that's the, that's the scary part the uncertainty yeah like not knowing where you're gonna land and so after right after I resigned from my position I really didn't know where I wanted to be or who where it was gonna go now when you resigned did you already have a job I know no um, I remember uh, my last day uh, on my job uh, I actually went to a coach training um, a coach a coach certification uh, uh, class because I felt like hey if I wanted to get into basketball maybe coaching is somewhere that right? I'd like to go to and so, um, no, no job uh, after. Um, you know, it was, it was. I, I worked something out with my, you know, previous employer. I said, hey, can you say that you laid me off so I can, you know, somehow apply for for some sort of, uh, um, you know, employment insurance of some <laughs> sort, just to, you know, get myself up back up on my feet. But um, during that time, it, it, it really, you know, my back was against the wall and I said, you know what, I have to make this work no matter what. So um, I did whatever it took to get myself out there and I was fortunate enough to, you know, pick up a phone call and call Ontario Basketball. Um, that's the provincial uh, body here mm-hmm. and, the, and they were, they were, that they actually just I missed the cutoff for their internship program and that really you know for, for, for others it's like oh I missed the boat I gotta look for something else but for me I actually took another step I, I actually called or I emailed uh, the president at the OBA at that time and I said look this is my current situation I'd love to intern for um, the Ontario Basketball Association and you know, lucky enough, the president at the time referred me to the executive director, and from there, really helped me uh, get an interview for the internship position, and I, I had the you know the opportunity to intern for them. So that's amazing. Your your persistence took you to where you wanted to be, mm-hmm. and back in our day, not to say that we're old or anything, yeah. but. It was picking up the phone. It was mm-hmm. sending out an email. It was going out for coffee. Not something that people regularly do these days, but I think that that is what kind of sparked the interest in going for your dreams, going all out there. Because I know mm-hmm. in my situation too, I would literally pick up the phone and I would call to be like, hey, mm-hmm. can I intern? Can I do this? And just get myself out there. I think. Mm-hmm would you say that that is what you needed to do to just create exposure for yourself yeah absolutely i i couldn't agree more i think that if there's something that you want to accomplish it's really just getting up um and chasing after it um you know picking up a phone and 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 you know making that connection um you know we have some for 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 
for someone who really wanted to get into the, I guess, industry, uh, those are some of the necessary things that you need to do in order to uh, really get yourself out there. Um, you know, it's one thing in life that I've learned is nothing will fall on your lap. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, getting up there and taking action and picking my phone call, um, following up on emails, um, actually going to, you know, the office and, 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 you know, speaking to somebody that just goes to show how bad you want it. A lot of people, they say, Hey, you know what? I think, you know, I want to be this, or I want to get into that and don't necessarily take action. No, you got to really get up and, 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 and take action and whatever you really need to do. And, you know, volunteering, that's another opportunity to really showcase what your worth is. And when you volunteer, you actually, a lot of people, they, their mindset is like, oh, when you volunteer, you're working for free where, well, you know what, you might, you got to change your mindset that, you know what, I'm volunteering, but I'm making connections. I'm in the industry that I'm, I'm working towards and yeah, connection, networking, right? Getting an opportunity to showcase of what you're worth and what you are able to bring to the table. And your networking has been able to take you many places as well. Absolutely. One of the places um, that's near and dear to my heart is India. You've been yeah. able to travel the world through basketball. Yep. What has that experience been like for you? Um, first off, India is, is an amazing country, an amazing culture. The hospitality that, that I received in India was outstanding. Um, I recommend if, if any, anybody has, you know, yes. is curious to, to, to go or wanting to go, definitely go and check it out. Um, but prior to, 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 to that, uh, I want to explain how I got to India. And uh, um, I was at the point where, um, you know, no jobs were coming and um, I didn't really know again I didn't really there was the uncertainty I didn't know where I was gonna go and you know there was a point where okay my mom's like hey look you know you're working for free you're interning you know I think it's really time to get a full-time job mm -hmm. you know it's 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 you know you you know my mom was like hey you know you're you're in civil you, you went to civil engineering and you're not doing what you went to school for and so that kind of gave me an extra push to get online and to search opportunities within the NBA. And I knew that, you know, it was going to be difficult to get a job in NBA New York because you need to get your visa or whatnot. And so while I was just, you know, browsing around the NBA careers, um, I saw an opportunity for NBA uh, India, uh, especially, especially in Kochi. Uh, they were hiring for international head coaches uh, for their junior NBA program. Mm -hmm. And I remember specifically, I was looking at the position and I said, I'm never going to get this job, but I'm going to apply anyway. And I applied for the position. A week later, I get an interview. Um, the following week, I, I got scheduled for a, a, um, a second interview. And then by the third interview, um, they were like, yeah, I like, we like you. And the following week after the third interview, um, I was already packing my bags and heading to India. And so why did you think that you weren't going to get it when you first applied? Well, why, why, why was that your mindset going into it? You know what? Uh, a good, great question. My mindset was mainly because I was, I was afraid of taking the risk of moving. I was, I guess, I was tunnel visioned. Right. 
I was tunnel vision there. I was like, you know what? There's only opportunities of where I want to find opportunities here because, you know, that's where I live. Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, where my family, my friends are. And you, you kind of almost have to take that mindset off and you want to explore opportunities outside of the box. And, you know, then that's that's ultimately I said, I'm not I'm not going to get this job. This is all the way in India. Like they're not going to, you know, hire someone like me. But uh, I'm very happy that they did because it really opened my eyes and opened my horizon that, yeah, not only, you know, you, a lot of people, you know, when they look for opportunities uh, for, from a, a job's perspective, they look into only where they live. Mm. But no, there's a big world out there. There's opportunities it, probably in your field, whatever it may be, in other places in the world that, you know, you never dreamed of going to, but you can go there and do the exact same thing that you're you're you're, you're interested in, and so when so they you shouldn't just restrict yourself to absolutely. just that one specific no, not at all country or not at all not at all. And so that's why when I went to NBA India, I was like, wow. For one, I'm working for the NBA. You know, that's a pretty cool experience. And so, um, you know, when I was in India, Troy Justice, I know someone you you. Uh, know know very well and someone who I really look up to as a mentor yeah um, fantastic person and I was able to, I was fortunate to report to him and um, you know gave me the opportunity to to work in India and, and do my thing out there what do you take from that experience what were you able to showcase the kids about the game about learning life skills through basketball oh my gosh um, First off, the kids were fantastic. Um, every time I came to a school, um, it was it was very welcoming. Uh, they were all very ecstatic. The fact that you know someone from a different country would would go to their specific school and 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 do a coaching session, and they were very responsive, very well disciplined. Um, you know, in India, the two sports are. Uh, cricket and soccer and so basketball is something very new to them and so from a coordination standpoint that was something that they really needed to focus on but for me it was a lot of fun because I love the development side of the sport and for me uh, I just truly love the experience because I felt that I was giving back some of the things that the, the, the game of basketball gave back to me and so seeing the kids faces you know and, and really for them to pick it up, bouncing a basketball, they saw a lot of fun in it too. And I do hope that the growth, uh, the growth of the sport, you know, is is increasingly increases in 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 India because you know there's so many people there, and you know, being the second largest populated country, I I, I you know I can't see why not have an Indian player, um, you know, play at the highest level. Like we did see with Satnam, but not at that level I guess that mm -hmm. we want to see with him playing in the NBA but we did see with Sim who's a Canadian mm -hmm. who's Indian as well which is great I want to know if there was a lasting story that really stands out for you when you were coaching these kids can you recollect something that that you thought hey this kid has talent and I've seen him progress so much yeah, absolutely. I think my experience there, um, you know, I would I would go to a school uh, potentially two to three times a week. And one thing I, I, I love about the kids there 
are their work ethic um you know education you know similar to you know their work ethic towards education um anything that they do anything that they um you know uh, activity that they they're involved in their work ethic was simply outstanding and every sort of drill or exercise that i did they put their 110 percent from regards to you know the, the their particular development the kids at the very beginning uh you know what they 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 didn't know how to bounce the basketball they didn't know how to shoot the ball but as the you know weeks go on and the more time i have with them uh they the more they got better and it's simply you know teaching having having the kids get the right sort of training uh and coaching um that will really help them develop and and really excel that journey through india your travels led you back full circle to Canada. Yeah. So what was it about that whole journey coming back? When did you realize for you that, hey, you know what? I've maximized my opportunity here and I want to go back home and I want to see what I can do at home to help build the game here in Canada. You know what? My journey, again, is, is, is quite unique and you have to be at the right place at the right time Mm -hmm. and the reason why i say that is my term i guess you could say in in nba india was only for a short period of time i was in india for about three to four months at most and when i came back i was back at that place where of uncertainty i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do i just finished my gig and it was being at the right place at the right time because um my boss, my my boss right now, uh, he actually uh, messaged me when I changed my LinkedIn um, title that I was going to be an international head coach for junior NBA in India, and so he messaged me and said, "Hey, you know, would love to know more about what you did in India." And so when I actually got back, I met up with him, and I didn't know at the time, but they were actually starting a the junior NBA development. Uh, which which I'm doing currently right now Um, this was way back four years ago and you know because I worked for the NBA uh, for NBA India and you know there you know I've coached kids uh, specifically at the age group that they want to target he just felt that I was a great candidate for the position and so uh, with that said because I've built previous relationships with him and I volunteered numerous times and he knows who I am uh, he just felt like hey this is the guy that we would like to hire and so it was a little bit of hard work but you know with looking back at it I used to say like I got lucky I got lucky until somebody one of my good friends told me he's like no it wasn't just luck you put yourself in that position mm-hmm. you know putting yourself volunteering and all that hard work paid off and so I looked at it as like yeah absolutely you know what if it wasn't for me you know getting up and and, and reaching out to people and and volunteering my time I don't think I would have been um, noticed uh, for this for this particular position and so um, when when I came back from India we we, we, I met up with him uh, for breakfast uh, asked me a few questions 
and I was totally oblivious. I didn't know <laughs> that uh, you know he was at, there was a position that was opening, and believe it or not, he was actually asking me for 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 candidates, and I was really hyping them up. I said, yeah, you know that this person here, totally great person. And, um, you know, I didn't really know until a few really weeks later, I said, hey, I'm filling up a lot of papers right now. Right. And, uh, you know, then it clicked that I said, hey, maybe this is an opportunity now that I'm going to be working for and four years in it now. And um, again, very uh, grateful to be where I am today. Not a lot of people can, you know, say that they mix their work and passion together and uh, the opportunities that I had, the, the amount of travels that I've done, um, my network um, was is just really um, crazy, outstanding. So. so you wake up every morning enjoying what you do, looking forward mm-hmm. to the game. Yep. Looking forward to helping see these kids grow. What would you say is something that you've seen kids in Canada grow within their game um, when it comes to basketball and kind of correlating that to life. One thing that really stands out for me is really the popularity of basketball, not necessarily their skill set. One of the things that you'll notice is a lot of NBA players are Canadians Mm -hmm. and you know the popularity of basketball is significantly increased and you know what I know Canada is a uh, hockey culture a hockey country but uh, I don't I, I, I don't see it uh, that being much longer in, 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 in the future years I think basketball is is the upcoming sport it's a cool sport that a lot of kids like to play um, not to be biased but oh, no, uh, <laughs> but uh, I definitely think that there are more uh, you know kids playing basketball and a lot more opportunities. Um, you know Jamal Murray, uh, Dylan Brooks are you know a few the few uh, younger uh, I guess players that are in the league right now are making huge impact. And you know I think I think there's a lot of growth in basketball and you know as the NBA we're trying to do our part to. Uh, continue that participation um, and you know we're starting at a very young level and it's 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 a great opportunity and an amazing time for basketball in Canada knowing full well the American Canadians that are playing in the NBA yeah is there a favorite that you have that you enjoy watching oh my gosh that's a great question um, all the Canadians are are, are are really making the impact and making a name for themselves um, one person I'm very impressed of, impressed with as of late is Jamal Murray. I was missing the uh, same guy. Man, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, Jamal Murray, man, he's he's shooting the lights out, and uh, I was fortunate to 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 be able to work with him um, a few months back. But uh, he's someone. He's a he's a, a sniper, I guess you could say in basketball terms, where he can shoot the lights out. And uh, there was one uh, highlight that was all over social media where he kind of um, crossed up uh, Stephen Adams Adams and oh my goodness, (laughs) I saw that I almost threw my phone because I was amazed by his abilities. I was so impressed. I was like, what did he just do? Yeah, right? Oh my. But uh, you know what, you know, 
he's 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 a great example that uh, there are kids watching basketball and and want to inspire that the NBA is very reachable, and so um, you know we've we've only scratched the surface, I guess you could say. Exactly, but, uh, and yeah. it, for a guy like Jamal Murray, he comes from Waterloo, mm -hmm. so he wasn't coming from the core of Toronto, but he's coming from the outskirts of it too. So you're seeing guys playing the game in different areas in Brampton and Markham and everywhere and they're just picking up on the game and it's taking them places which mm -hmm. is outstanding to see especially mm -hmm. with the time and age that we are in now mm -hmm. and having all these Canadians coming out um, through people that they follow too I know growing up on Vince Carter a lot of these guys say that was what led them to playing the game yeah absolutely and I think Vince Carter uh, he's you could say that he's almost a pioneer when it comes to uh, basketball in Canada um, you know his highlights his you know his dunks that everyone admire um, really made an impact to the younger generation and you know you hear it from you know uh, veterans like Tristan Thompson and, and Corey Joseph like they watched Vince Carter growing up and you know now the younger generations are watching them and so the fact that it kind of hits close to home knowing the fact like yeah these guys grew up in the same sort of area that they grew up in why not they why why not them they can make it as well and so um definitely the the growth of basketball in canada is is increasing and and very happy to see that what is your advice for those who are seeking to make their passion either a full-time job or continue it as a side hustle Man, my advice is a lot of things, actually. <laughs> um, there's so much to, to say. Uh, biggest thing is, is keep at it. Uh, don't be discouraged. Um, and learning more about patience. Um, a lot of times where, you know, you set a goal and, you know, you want it done and accomplished right away. Like, hey, I want to work for the NBA. I want to be working at the NBA for, you know, the next week. Yeah. You know, and it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of time, but don't be discouraged by it and definitely keep at it. And while you're waiting for that opportunity, educate yourself. I think that, you know, um, educating yourself and, and really beefing up what you're able to bring to the table um, and really specifying exactly what sort of the business you want to get into. And a lot of people when they say I want to work for the NBA not knowing exactly what they want to do specifically um, there are a lot of aspects of the business that you could get into for example you can get into new business development you could get into events you could get into global partnerships there's finance right there's a lot of things that you can get into um, I know that you know the popular ones is like oh I want to be the one like on the court or I want to you know do events you know but there are other things um, that you could get into to get your foot in the door and then potentially once you get your foot in the door you could get into something that you really want to get into don't think small think outside the box you know just because you live in Toronto where this is the only place you're able to get an opportunity no there are the other places in you know the world that you could get into um, the same sort of uh, position 
and just don't limit yourself you know for me i went i had to go all the way to india for me to come back to toronto and 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 get my position and so uh don't limit yourself there's other entities as well um you know if you really want to work in sports you know but in basketball you know there's the ncaa there's you know the cis or u sports nowadays and um you know, there's the, you know, CYBL, sorry, pardon me, the, the, the CBL, the Canadian, um, the, the NBL rather. Um, so there, there's a lot of entities that you could get into. Pick up a phone and call and call whoever you need to, to call to uh, uh, make that connection. I want to thank Christian Alekpala again for joining us on Passion Projects. And remember to stay true to your goals. And as Chris Bosch once said, do things you love. If you don't know what you love, find things you love. Don't say it, work at it. If you put in the hard work, you're going to get great things. And remember to follow along with at TV on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud for the next podcast. Bye for now.